up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Topicocalypse, the only podcast on the internet. We're back. Uh, we just got back from day three at E3. This was the final day, the very last day of this video game conference. And, um, well, we saw a few games, got our hands on a few yeah, games, we did. little gamey games, and uh, also... Went and saw a few things. Let's start with what we saw. We went over to Nintendo, and they had their booth locked up tighter than a dolphin's butthole. It was, it was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It would not let us in with our media badges. Said, we could get one picture of Pikachu, is what yeah, they said. We are allowed to uh, film Pikachu, but we could not film anyone playing any games, despite the footage already being all over the internet. Despite so. it. Despite it. And, you know, we thought about playing Smash Brothers, but the line was all the way around the booth. It was a beautiful booth, though. It was a beautiful booth. The entire thing was a giant LED screen. The lights on the ceiling all moved and changed colors in neat succession. And it was a real cool, immersive experience. Super rad. Okay, so anything from Nintendo coming out that you're interested in playing? I'm a Smash, I'm a super Smash Brothers guy, so I'm, I'm excited about a new one. It's such a fun party game when you can just sit down and just go crazy with your friends true i like the idea of smash bros i never actually played one from start to finish i played it on nintendo 64 but uh this one is looking good especially since you can take it on the go but i am super so stoked cool. about pokemon and don't make fun of me for that but uh, actually i'm not ashamed of it i'm a pokemon fan i like to play the games uh not like never got into pokemon go but uh i'm down to play something on the console you know I'm I'm looking really forward to how they're going to incorporate the mixing of the two of Pokemon Go with Pokemon, this new Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, those mechanics are interesting. From what I saw, what what we saw today, I was watching people play. There, the random battle encounters are gone. The random Pokemon encounters. <laughs> yeah, so you don't get any more of the battles. Well, you get a battle screen, but you don't have any of that anymore. So instead, what you have is. Uh, the Pokemon pop out of the grass, and you can choose to avoid them. But much like in like Final Fantasy 13, I want to say, when you're out in the open and you walk up to a wild creature, they're going to you. You basically fight them. You don't have a choice. So you can choose to walk away or or what. But even when you encounter the Pokemon, you don't fight them. You catch them. You just catch them. You catch them. You get experience points for catching them. And then you I don't, don't know you don't fight you, them at all. No, but you do fight Pokemon trainers still. Nice. nice. So I. Would have loved to get a little more hands-on time with that, but they said that yeah. the line was closed, so there was no... I wonder how they're going to... Because that's like the best way to level up your Pokemon is to fight Pokemon in the wild. Yeah. So they'll, have, they'll calculate it. So. But in this one, all of your Pokemon get experience points. Oh, for everything. Yeah, so remember before, like when we were kids, you'd have to... you put Just level up your Charmander. Yeah, or you would uh, keep switching Pokemon yes. in and out, so each of them got part of the experience right. points. Right, right. Yeah, that I've totally, it's like, saying, here's my Voltorb. Voltorb. Self-destruct. Don't do it. Diglett. Diglett. All right. Um, so next, we went to Sony. You see anything interesting over there? Um, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with their VR, the Sony VR. I'm happy to see them doing, like, a entering into that realm. I, I want to see everyone going towards that. Well, it's cool because Sony's one of the only companies that has not backed down with their VR. So mm -hmm. a, a lot of VR companies produce kind of crappy products, and then you just don't hear about them for a while. But Sony, 
creates, you know, their stuff hasn't been the best, but they're still pouring money into yeah. it and trying to get to perfect that that formula while adding to their game catalog. So oh. good for them. Speaking of VR, let's touch, let's go on that real quick. Me and Josh played a, a VR a battle arena game. What do you think about it? I'll be honest, I wasn't a huge fan. I it was fun, it was novel, but I didn't like how I couldn't just keep shooting you with that <laughs> uh, that blade gun or whatever. I had to wait for it to recharge they and then come back to you. But and then the movements didn't quite match. So like when you were shooting your thing at me, like I kept hitting my shield and bringing my arm yeah. up. Yeah. But it wouldn't. It wasn't doing it fast enough, and I was still getting oh, hit. I was I was able to block your attacks. Well, that's because your timing, I guess, was better than mine. Well, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I liked that game. Uh, there's the one next to us. They actually were shooting. They had a gun. Oh, nice. And I was bummed that's not the one we were playing. Well, we turned. I wasn't sure like where. He didn't say how far away from each other we should be. So I think I actually hit you with my joystick. Is that once. what that was? Yeah. I thought the guy was just playing jokes on me. I thought that's what he did to everyone. Like no, initiation. Well, I yeah. My lip was bleeding for like two minutes after that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I guess what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, true. All right, and then so we went to Sony's booth, got uh, checked out some of the sweet, sweet gameplay video of the Ghost of Tsushima. This video game looks nuts. I am super. That's actually the one game I saw at E3 that I'm like, I'm going to buy that at launch. So the Mongols are attacking the tiny island of Japan, of Japan, and you are a samurai. Samurai. And it's just... All the artifacts and just the colors, everything just looks so cool. Yeah, the gameplay too. Like you see the the everything goes into slow motion, so it gives yeah. you a chance to target people. There's another there's another game like that, but I can't remember what it was called. And it was, you kind of just like hit one guy, and then you could fly to the next one, kind of zoom over. Prototype? To him. I don't know. Maybe that sounds about right. It was it was cool. It's got a, got a um, Assassin's Creed climbing uh, feel to it. Yeah, and it was what the battle system is cool too because you get to counterattack and all that, and you also like they showed the red leaves kind of falling in that little battle sequence. That was cool. It's just a very it looks like a very beautiful game. Beautiful game. And then uh, so you got to film Spider Man for a bit. What'd you I think? Did yeah, I got to go in and and look at all the cool new Spidey stuff. Uh, it's cool. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not the biggest fan of Spidey games. Um, I I guess I just don't really play superhero games that often, but uh, this one looks really cool because there's something they're doing with with video games that they were doing in uh, Uncharted, where the camera move the movement in it really like gives you this this feeling that you're there, and so when Spider-Man goes to fly around and and he's whipping around, the momentum is like more tangible. So cool fighting scenes and it's fun how you explore, but. I mean, how how much can you really do? It's like pretty much all the same stuff with the Spider-Man game, right? Right. Like you get your powers, you swing around New York, and you fight people on rooftops and in subways, and yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. Um, yeah. No, it looks looks interesting. It looks interesting. Uh, oh yeah. I, I miss the old ones on the PlayStation. That's what Yeah. Those are fun. Those are cool. Uh, okay. What else we got today? We got to play. Uh, we went over to Remedy. And we got to see footage of a little game called Control. Mm, that was cool. And uh, that was fun. But yeah. we also, uh, we 
Okay, tell us about control, Chad. Control, tell us about it. Control, to me, my take on it is uh, the world of Harry Potter, like 200, 300 years in the future. Oh, wait, hold on. Can we pause real quick? Yeah. Nothing's better when grilling your favorite meal than adding some delicious Wheelie Q rubs, seasonings, and gluten-free barbecue sauce. Made with the finest ingredients, Wheelie Q products pack a ton of flavor to your meals, whether it's ribs, chicken, steak, hamburgers, fries, or vegetables. To get your hands on some of these tasty Wheelie Q items, Head on over to www.wheelieq.com and a portion of all profits made will go into finding a cure for spinal muscular atrophy. Topicocalypse listeners, act now and get 15% off your order today just by entering the promo code POD3, that's P-O-D and the number 3 at checkout. For the tastiest food on the grill, nothing's better than Wheelie Q items today at wheelieq.com. I'm ready. All right. Tell us about this little game called Control. So Control kind of takes place to me, in my opinion, is like Harry Potter has progressed 300 years in the future. So there's magic and these supernatural abilities, but yet it's all very uh, modernized. Um, You get your service weapon. Uh, Basically, the head of this Bureau of Control is endowed with supernatural powers of like telekinesis. Uh, and you also get this cool pistol that kind of breaks apart and floats about in free space. So you can shoot it like a regular pistol or it breaks apart and becomes more like a shotgun. I'm sure it'll extend and become like a rifle. You a know, rocket launcher would be a cool. rocket launcher, yeah, shooting a magic missile. And uh, the way that you can just quickly pick up debris and stuff and you pe- the people shoot you with bullets and you kind of hold it there all in front of you, you can kind of blast it back at them and they get stunned. Um, and... All the mechanics, everything you can pick up, and when the bullets shoot the walls, they disintegrate and start to break, and it's it's cool. It looks like a really fun game. You can levitate and flow, and you have this mysterious home base that looks like this office building, but it just is, like, infinite, and you can teleport. The the idea of the Bureau of whatever they call it, it to me, it reminds me of Hellboy, the Bureau of Paranormal Research oh, and Defense. Yeah, right. Totally. And same thing with the building with the marble floors and all that. So I wonder how much Very, like, influence is taken from the Mike Manola stories. Oh, uh, I, I can see that. Yeah, like it's like this corporate magic. Right. Yeah. I uh, get that. Um, it looks like a fun game, though. Yeah, yeah. It definitely looks fun. I like creepy. People are just kind of floating there in the air when they die. I like that you can levitate. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a cool thing. I hope that doesn't involve any motion controls because I don't want to do that. I hate when they use the emotion controls. Emotion controls. Happy to lift. Yeah. Uh, So that was fun. And yes, for those of you who are Remedy fans, we did ask about the state of the new Alan Wake game, to Mm -hmm. which they replied, we can't comment on that. Which we think is a good thing. Yeah, because they did flash each other conspiratorial looks and and chuckled. So I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that means that there's something... Coming down the pipeline, the, gonna, the poop shoot of Remedy. We're going to quickly reenact what, what happened between us. All right, so Josh goes, uh, Josh, go ahead. 
So, uh, off the record, can you tell us if we're ever going to see Alan Wake again? And then they stopped and slowly made eye contact with each other, and they said, <laughs> We, we cannot tell you anything. <laughs> but the conspiratorism was real. Conspiratorism. Indeed. It was great. Game, yeah. We tried to milk it out of them. We were supposed to go play World War Z, and we totally missed missed that because we were still in Remedy's thing when that let out. We tried to get over to Microsoft, and they closed down. I guess they were Day two, they closed. Yeah, that was their their last. uh, That's kind of a bummer. We were saving it. I know. We were saving it for the last day, and they were gone. So thanks a lot, Microsoft. Yeah. I'm going to... Control, I'll delete you. Yeah, have a bonfire made out of my Xboxes. Oh, dang. Yeah, who really wins in that scenario? That is a de- strong detractor for oh, you. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, and then finally, we close the day down. Oh, we wait. We we walked around the Fortnite booth. Oh yeah, tell us about Fortnite. That was just it. Just the booth perfectly embodied Fortnite to me. It was just this dance party. They had just people in like the Fortnite costumes coming up on stage and dancing. People were coming up and dancing. They were, they had these cool little cups for water that turned blue, like the shields when they get cold. Um, you could just buy like popcorn. There was a, a, a wild bull machine, but it was a llama. Um, so, and everything looked all like, you know, the wood walls or the, you know, metal walls. So there was a giant bus out there and floating airdrops and it was just, just dance music constantly playing. It was, it was a party. So much happening. It was a party. So much. My brain was that party. Yeah. That was actually all, cause that was Epic's booth and that was all they really had set yeah. up was Fortnite. Their other games are I mean, they have Unreal Tournament. Unreal, well, uh, yeah, they have Unreal Tournament. And then the other ones are all, like, just these, like, they're all kind of weird and, like, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Bullet Storm, that was epic, I think. Is it? I want to say. They're, fr- they're very fringe, fringe. games. Besides, and then there's Fortnite, like this cartoony, fun game. Yes, correct. But then, then we got lunch, and then what do we do? Uh, we... Went to go play Rend on the PC. Yes. Uh, and they w- said they want to bring it to consoles. But what did you think? I'm not a huge fan of the survival genre. I I think I had very high hopes for Rend because it kind of feels like a mix of um, World of Warcraft mixed with Elder Scrolls Online okay. mixed with Minecraft. Is the best way I can describe it. All right. All right. So you, they have the whole thing is this constant battle map, and uh, basically you build your your towers and you build your defenses, and they have shields. But then, like every single like week, one of the base's shields goes down for like an hour, and it's planned. Like when you join the server, it's like this is the Thursday one o'clock server, and so when that happens, like all these like skeleton zombies come and attack your base, and the people can go and attack the other bases. There's forward bases that harvest like resources and you can go and attack those. So it's just like really fun because people are going to get to be creative with their builds, I think. Well, tell us about the world that it takes place in because I think that's the most interesting part. Yes, it's a, it's a world that is pulling from about 50% Norse mythology and 50% of their own mythology. And it takes place in a post-apocalyptic shattered Midgard. Uh, Ragnarok has happened. And uh, on this world, there's only a small fragment of, of land left. They survive because there's this 
giant giving living spirit tree in the middle of the map. Tree of life. The tree of life. Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil and only Yggdrasil they can see the scores of the opposing two teams, the see. factions. See. Um, in the game, you can upgrade your character. There's a role-playing element to it to where you can get new moves and new buffs. Um, four different classes, assassin, warrior, survivor, and mystic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I had this fun. I had this fun. You know, Minecraft is fun. You play it, you know, but it, it didn't have like these clear goals that, you know, it's like the balance of power will shift and this team will own it. And they'll, the longer that you own a base, like the more valuable it becomes to steal it's because it starts producing more and more materials. So I, 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 I think it's gonna be cool. And the shield, what they said, it goes down like once every two hours yeah, or something like that. On those forward bases. Yeah. And you have to defend it for like 20 minutes. I did like how you can you can build like mini bases wherever you are, wherever you want. Yeah, I think people are gonna take advantage of that too. I think they're gonna like be playing and they'll be getting attacked and they'll just quickly turn around and whip up a base just like in Fortnite. So they were smart. They took kind of the best elements of a lot of great games and put yeah. them into that. Yeah, it's still in the young phases for sure. Very young, but it's, it looks cool. They had cool mounts. All the mounts do different stuff. And they go off and they co- can collect resources yeah. for you and while you're gone. Well, your mounts can yeah. bot. So that's cool. Uh, I mean, it's not my, not really my flavor of game, but you that's know, right. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. I like stuff like, what is it, Seven Days to Die? I think I think those kind of games are fun. Yeah, this is better than Seven Days to Die, and the fact that you can create a base anywhere instead of just having to use any empty building <laughs> that you come across. You can make a base in Seven Days to Die. That's what most people do. We just were terrible at, at gathering resources. Yeah, we were all dying, and by the time that the <laughs> The day was all over by the time that one of you guys always came back to get me or Travis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah just, that was just a nightmare. Don't have the best skills. Um, all right, cool, guys. Well, that is our recap of E3 2018. E3. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Uh, just put in Humanican Media on YouTube, and we should pop up, and you'll be able to see gameplay footage and interviews and all kinds of good stuff. Chatty here has a new Fortnite project. Why don't you tell the boys and girls about it? Well, uh, after uh, working with and continuing to work with uh, our buddy Nick and their show, uh, My Passion, it's a Minecraft uh, musical, um, we kind of got inspired to make a show from Fortnite. So using a lot of brand new technologies, we've uh, made puppets of our own from Fortnite characters. And we've made a show called Nortfight, a Fortnite TV show. Uh, and so it's cool. We do a lot of filming in-game. We do a lot of stuff using Adobe Character Animator. Uh, we even have written our own songs and their trap beats. What? And so the, song, the show will break away to a song that we have, and they're pretty clever. Whoa. Yeah. I'm sold, guys. I'm clicking on it right now. Yeah. Want to hear one of the songs? Yeah. It goes like this. Two pumps in a one by one. Three down and I just speak gun. This is getting real. This is getting fun. I just broke your shield. Yeah, you better run. Two pumps in a one by one. I build them high, then I shoot my gun. Buckshot in your eye like the sun. Sleepy time, kid. Yeah, I think you're done. And they're all clean. All, all clean. So for, for the children, we're, it's, kind of, it's kind of a kid's show that we're, that we're making. And so, yeah, I worked with kids for like six years. And so I want to use some of that towards this. All right, all right. Well, you heard it. Go check it out at forkknife.com. Nortfight Show.
is our handle. So you can do YouTube, YouTube or you can look that up on Instagram, North Fight Show. Uh, but check it out if you like Fortnite. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good one. Episode one is live now, along with the first music video, Mini and a Med Kit. Ultra Lord Live. Ultra Lord Live. All right. Hey, well, thanks for tuning in to our coverage of E3. We'll be back eventually next year for sure. But uh, yeah, as always, you can find this podcast on iTunes, podcast.com, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and other great podcasting outlets. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Chatty, what are your what are your handles, man? Where can I um, get a handle? Hyper Schmidt. That's that's the music that I make. The Schmitty makes the hyper music. Uh, and so yeah, a hyper. And then Schmidt, it's like school and glove mitt together. Schmidt. Uh, so. Schmitzel. The Schmitzel. Yeah, look it up. There's my original music videos and songs. And uh, it's cool because I'm, I'm the sole credit on these songs. So that means I recorded the parts and produced it. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's all 100% my brain. It's what I want songs to sound like. Uh, but yeah, uh, YouTube, Hyper Schmidt. That word it didn't exist before we made it up. So if you search, if you know how to spell it, you'll find it. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm about to cue the exit music.